season. Turner drives one to center, chasing Nimmo back to the warning track, right at the fence. He made the catch! Oh, wow! The catch of the year for Brandon Nimmo! He took a home run away from Justin Turner! Oh, baby. Catch of the year there from Brandon Nimmo. I am alive. Last time I did a daily sports podcast, I said I was feeling under the weather. Turns out it was COVID. Turns out COVID's not fun. As first reported here on Interesting to See, your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes, and gambling. I am back, at least for today, feeling better, allegedly, get vaccinated. The FDA just announced it's approved another booster of vaccine just in time for the holidays. So I missed out on some immunity by a matter of days or weeks. Damn it. We missed a lot of shit, but we're going to get to it right now. Brandon Nemo from my home state of Wyoming. Rob's a home run. The Mets have a big night. We'll get to more of that later. Brandon Nimmo, of course, uh, soaking in his big moment. He robbed a home run. It looked exactly like that uh, during the pandemic. It was really sweet. But uh, a carbon copy right there for Brando. And, yeah, he had this to say after, after the game. You've made in your life? Yeah, no doubt. That was amazing. Uh... Big moment for him there. It's fun to play in front of you guys. I can tell you that much. Keep coming out. Keep supporting us. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, he's 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 awesome baseball player. Just kind of a, you know, he's a baseball player. And baseball players are vanilla. It is what it is. You know who's not vanilla is Edwin Diaz. So the Narco song is a like a club DJ remix thing. The, 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 the trumpet song we've been playing all summer. Well, they had the guy that does it. His name is Timmy Trumpet. He came out and did it live. So he apparently was going to do it live on like Monday or Tuesday for Mets Dodgers. But the Dodgers beat the Mets and he was not needed. <laughs> the closer. So he but he was needed last night. So Brandon Nimmo's home run robbery happened in like the seventh or the eighth or later in the game. It would have given the Dodgers a one run lead, but he preserved the lead. So the, 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 the Mets are now leading two to one. They get all the way to the ninth. And then Timmy Trumpet, the guy that plays the song, he was there live. He was there to play it and live. Timmy Trumpet but takes there he center is. stage as Edwin Diaz gets ready. So there he is, Edwin. I mean, they've been playing it all summer, and this is going to work for one year. Win, this, win the World Series or don't, I don't care. This is, this is your one year to do this kind of thing. If you try this next year in May, we're all going to roll our eyes so hard they're going to get stuck in our skull. So here he is. We've all been hearing the song all summer. And then look at Timmy Trumpet. There he is. That's the guy who did the song. Objectively sweet. Objectively sweet. Uh, I'm all in on this. A good walkout song is just... Uh, across town, actually not across town, all the way across the country, but the team across town, your New York Yankees, are uh, currently shitting themselves. Remember when we were like Subway Series? Still think that's going to happen. Their lead is so big. Uh, um, up to, in the bottom of the sixth inning, they got Shohei Otanid. And Shohei did something that, yet again, has never happened in baseball history. Raced the 2-0 deficit with one swing of the bat, the 2-0. Get out of here! 
Shohei, center field. 30. Yeah, best athlete in the world. Unbelievable what he's capable of. So, Shohei Otani, first player in the history of professional baseball to hit 30 home runs and win 10 games, and also hit 30 home runs and throw 100 strikeouts. The Angels suck. Best player, like, ever, and they are just ass. It's kind of remarkable that they're able to pull that off. All right, let's transition into some hockey news. Just some really quick hockey news. Your Buffalo Sabres, they had a really classic blue and yellow, and then they went to red and black, and everyone liked it, and then it kind of got outplayed, and then they went back to the blue and yellow. And now, after all these many, many moons, the Sabres... Are back to red and black, baby. Look at it. See, look, there's the Buffalo and the two Sabres. And we're watching the Twitter video right here. And red and black is back. Nice little rebrand. Everybody's throwing back to the 90s, man. The 90s are, I mean, they're here. We did we did the Phoenix Suns. They went with their 90s NBA Jams uniforms with Charles Barkley. And now the Sabres are back. These are classics. We're, we're all just, all now that the millennials are in charge, everyone's like, you know, the 90s were sweet. I don't want to face the future. <laughs> Let's just be nostalgic. And then hopefully Dr. Dre and, and Eminem and everything will be fine. We don't have to deal with Russia or China. Everything will be fine if we just have the Sabres and the Suns wear what they used to wear in the video games that I used to play. Okay, a couple people with their foot in their mouth yesterday in professional football. First, John Gruden. Uh, say, John, would you like another shot in the NFL? Okay, well, that's that's interesting. Pitch yourself. I'm ashamed about uh, what has uh, come about in these emails, and I'll make no uh, excuses for it. It's just, it's, it's shameful. But uh, I am a good person. I believe that. I, I'm, I, I go to church. I've been married for 31 years. i got mm. three great boys. Uh-huh. I still love football. I've made some mistakes, but I don't think anybody else in here hasn't. Uh... To recap, for all of your racism and bigotry, over decades, decades, plural, while you weren't even in the league, um, you were at ESPN, you said you go to church and you're married, and that's why you should get another shot. Well, no, (laughs) first of all. Secondly, um, John, you weren't, how do I say this? Not only were you racist and sexist and bigoted, but you were kind of really bad at football stuff. The Raiders in 2019, 2020, and 2021 had had five first-round draft picks, none of whom are on the team now. None. Financially speaking, they would have been better off just not picking a player and just foregoing just... Just forfeiting having a first-round pick. That's how shitty you are at this. So the NFL has made it very clear, you can be a racist, bigoted asshole if you're really, really good. But you can't be a racist, bigoted asshole and get caught and be historically shitty. It's not just that you're canceled, it's that you suck. And you're canceled. He said this at Little Rock Touchdown Club. Little Rock, Arkansas, of course, a hotbed of professional football thought. JK, LOL. I want to go now to Aaron Donald, who swung that his helmet, actually two helmets, 
of other players at them in a practice. And then, so now he's on a press tour for something called Dr. Teals and a PR lady had to step in when someone asked about it, which is objectively hilarious. Because we all saw the video of you swinging helmets and people were wanting Then at a practice, my main focus is Buffalo. So was there any internal punishment? We talked, we talked. So were you thinking maybe you were going to get suspended or anything? Hey, Zach. I wasn't worried about it, so. Yeah, we're just going to focus um, just here because Aaron's here today to talk about Dr. Teals. So you do have two minutes left if you want to pivot to your last question, please. No, OK, just one more thing, Aaron, on this and I'll get to Dr. Teals. Um, like what sparked it? Just wondering, because I think people are curious about it. Well, being a guy that's 31 years old, my main focus is football, obviously, um, the physical part you, you do, but. It's more about the recovery thing that I need to do and, and being a partner with Dr. Teals and be able to use Dr. Teals. Aaron, dude. That is so soft, bro. That is so soft. Buddy, everyone's like, yo, Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor, greatest players of all time. I don't think Aaron, I don't think Lawrence Taylor is going to pivot to Dr. Teals. He did do Waterboy. But I don't think he's going to be like, yeah. And they say like, no, someone said some shit and I hit him with the helmet. My bad. Shouldn't have done that. Just say it. You're the GOAT. You're the Mount Rushmore football players of all time. Like, you are arguably better than Tom Brady. I said it, meant it. You can have Peyton Manning and Aaron Donald. I'll, I'll, you, I'll give you Tom Brady. I'll take Peyton Manning and Aaron Donald. <sighs> soft. All right, more football, <laughs> more football stuff. I can't believe I'm calling Aaron Donald soft, but that was so soft. Oh, and having a PR lady there to be like, oh, Will you please pivot your last question? He's here to talk about uh, Dr. Teals. What terrible PR as well. Serena Williams. All right, we'll do Serena Williams, then we'll do um, some some college football preview, which is happening tonight. Serena Williams won her second round match at the U.S. Open. Everybody on Twitter was incredibly excited. It was against the number two ranked player in the world, and therefore on paper a big upset. It's kind of one of those things where like the old old player. Looking for one last dance. Um, how much do they have left in the tank? Enormous upset on paper, but it's also Serena Williams. You know, kind of that, like when Tiger Woods won the Masters. Like, uh, is it an upset? Is it technically yes, technically no. I mean, yeah. I mean, so it was a big deal. Everyone got really excited. Speaking of Tiger, there he is, giving the uh, old Sunday afternoon fist pump. Um, Tiger. Look at him. Super excited for Serena. Uh, wearing a Stanford hat. God, just so he could fit in at the U.S. Open. Shouts the Tiger. Everyone really excited. I'm not going to get too excited. It's just a second round. I understand it was a big upset, but now, like, I feel like this puts a weird amount of pressure on it. Because if you get smoked, like, oh, well, at least we had that Wednesday night when she was really awesome. Man, no one cared at all. But, uh, yeah, this is important because Serena is retiring. This will be her last go-round, allegedly. I suspect we might see her in doubles or something here or there for fun, but this will be her last her last chance at a singles uh, Grand Slam. I think she's she's about to wrap it up. She's been at it for a while. She's the GOAT. So everyone's kind of getting nostalgic. Something to pay attention to. We'll cover, I'm sure, after the Labor Day holiday when uh, if she's still around, which she may or may not be after this win. Maybe she's got enough in the tank to go, but she did it in three sets. It was someone that she would... Typically wouldn't see until the finals, so kind of a cool moment. All right, Keaton Slovis, the quarterback that transferred from USC to Pittsburgh, has a message for the Backyard Brawl, West Virginia. That's tonight. The Backyard Brawl is back. West Virginia and Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Keon, what's up? I got one more thing to say. Fuck West Virginia! 
Oh, he's so tough. That's insane. So he transferred to Pitt. I don't know where he's from. I don't really care where he's from. I know that his girlfriend is a soccer player at Pitt, which is why he transferred from USC to Pitt. So he goes. See if I get this right. Keaton Slovis goes. I think he's from Arizona. I don't know. He either goes to Arizona or he goes to USC. Jackson Dart is there. Some guy named Jackson Dart. And then the coach of USC gets fired. Lincoln Riley gets hired. Lincoln Riley brings in the guy from Oklahoma. The guy, Jackson Dart, goes to Old Miss. Keaton Slovis goes to Pittsburgh to hang out with his girlfriend. Objectively the right move. Pittsburgh's pretty good. He's going to be taking over for Kenny Pickett. Um, a lot of people think he can play in the league. Keaton Slovis, we'll see. Backyard brawl, of course, tonight. Uh, let's take a look at the odds. Pittsburgh favored by 7.5. I think they're going to win by significantly more than that. Over-under is 51.5. Vegas, I think they're off on that, too. I think this is going to be in the neighborhood of, like, 38-20. to 20. Pittsburgh. Yeah, is that, a, is that too aggressive for me? Penn State and Purdue are on here? Is that tonight? What the hell am I looking at? Shut up. It's not showing up because they're not ranked. Yeah, Penn State plays Purdue at what the fuck is the Big Ten doing? What what the fuck? Oh my god. I mean, adding UCLA and USC, I guess, objectively is smart. Can't wait for, by the way, the rumors about Notre Dame to the SEC are, are happening. <laughs> Those rumors are starting to pick up smoke in the South. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, that would be just too great. You can read about Notre Dame, and Wall Street Journal put a lot of pressure on Marcus Freeman this week, saying, hey, Notre Dame head coach, guess what? You start your career against Ohio State and the best quarterback in the country. That's going to do it for this edition of Interesting to See. Thanks for those of you that hung out while I was away battling the Coco. We'll be back and better than ever, I hope, tomorrow morning.